could go on about the Holy Spirit for a long, long time, probably multiple weeks. But I just felt like I was supposed to talk about Holy Spirit tonight. Um, he is amazing. Whew. He's really, really good. just want us to come with an open, open, open heart tonight. I just feel like there's a lot of way the whole, there's a lot of ways that the Holy Spirit comes upon us. Ready? He will only do what you allow him to do. Everyone hear me? He will only do what we allow him to do. And uh, he, he's here for one reason, really. I just believe he's here for one reason. It's to glorify Jesus, to point us to Jesus. And I know he's the comforter. I know he's the helper. I know he's the one that does all this amazing stuff. But he is here to point us to Jesus. I was just thinking about, you know, all kinds of different times that the Holy Spirit came upon me, you know, and, and I'm just going to start with manifestations, okay? I'll just start with manifestations. I don't want it to be all about manifestations tonight, but I'm believing the Lord to do some wild things for you tonight. Just, is it okay? Because we want out of the wilderness and into the wildness of God, right? We want to live in that place, into the, into who, in the place that he is and, 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 and he is not like Tori was um, reading a scripture in the prayer room in the back about the four living creatures and moving around the throne and, and the wheel within the wheel. And listen, when you go to heaven, it's not quiet. And usually when you hang out with the Holy Spirit a little bit, he's not really quiet. As a matter of fact, I'm being really calm right now, but just it'll. <laughs> you hear me? that he, he can be quiet and hush and gentle, but I've seen him, man, he's hit me in ways I've been out on the floor. You know, you know the places where you are. I can, I can see places where the Holy Spirit encountered me and brought me right to the face of Jesus and pulled me into things that I never thought I could be in. And and the Lord wants, wants us to live in that place of expectancy, like the Lord could show up, right? Holy Spirit can do whatever he can do. He can open my heart up to whatever he, whatever I can, come on. Everyone in this room needs to ask the Lord to expand their hearts so they can receive more. Even tonight, even now in these moments, because we, we, we get so used to and we're programmed to, to receive and, and we don't have any expectations beyond what we received in the last time. But Holy Spirit is looking for friends. And I could go into things, you know, in the scriptures that talks about, you know, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I really just, I just wanted to talk about him and what, what his purpose is tonight, what he does, what he, what he I, we could go on and on. I probably will begin to do more and more on the Holy Spirit, on Holy Spirit, because I feel like the more of you have Holy Spirit you get in you, the more you'll be able to recognize Jesus. <laughs> Here's the thing. 
I'll just start with this because I know this. Ready? I'm going to talk to every adolescent from 70 to 12. You hear me? Every adolescent from 70 to 12. <laughs> Why do I say that? Because we have adolescents inside of us. What does that mean? That's places where we're growing up. We're trying to figure out who we are. And I don't care if we're 70 or 12 years old. We could be seven. I should just say seven, right? But there's a reality of what God wants to reveal himself to you. But because of your adolescence, because of our immaturity, we don't understand who he is. So talk to the teenager inside of you. Come on. Come on, I got to talk to the teenager inside of me. I'm only 27. Come on. That lion spirit, I know. No, you understand what I'm saying because there's always this place where we're trying to get, it's, it's that part of us that just tweaks with one. I dip God. Dip what he's saying. Come on. Whoa. I just want to get away from what he's doing right now because I'm not comfortable with that or I don't want to obey, right? And so the Holy Spirit is trying to, he's calling a people that will begin to just obey in every moment, right? If he, if he says, fast, <laughs> come on, I don't look for excuses on where to get the next cheeseburger, <laughs> you hear me i'm telling you this is the lord because he and 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 we go well we don't want to get into regulation or or religion no 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 fasting was, was something that jesus did if he did it i need it because the fullness of who his identity when he was tested in his identity through the place of prayer and fasting i tell you he came out with come on that's where that's where the that's where it was won as he fasted and walked into complete victory against the enemy Right? I know we say the cross. It was the cross. But I'm telling you, it was a place where he met and had to declare who he was. And the word of God wants to come inside of you and just birth something powerful. And sometimes we can't see it or hear it because we don't allow the Holy Spirit to speak. We're trying to think with our intellectual minds. And if we get in the spirit, if we have the spirit and the fullness of who he is, then we begin to, un uh, come on, God begins to unravel things that we never understood before. Right? So why do I say, you know, I, I said that, you know, he, he declares Jesus this, right? John 15, 26 says, but the helper comes whom I shall send to you from the Father. The spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father. The Holy Spirit comes from the Father and what does he do? He will testify of me. Those were red letters. He will testify of me. How does the testimony of Jesus become alive inside of us? It's because I've received so much Holy Spirit that he rocks me in such a way that now my life is able to see, because I'm going to get into this, because the Holy Spirit wants to reveal himself, and he wants to reveal Jesus to us. He wants to re reveal the revelation of the Father to us. And that's what this is about. This is about him releasing the face of Jesus to us. You know, the Holy Spirit just emanated from the Father and came to you. 
you know, Jesus came and he made promises to, to, to the disciples. Remember Acts, right? But remember John 16. All through John 16, he speaks of the helper that will come to you. And there's this declaration that the Lord begins to, to beckon the disciples with saying, I'm calling you to a deeper place. You don't understand this now, but I'm about to take off. I'm going to not be here anymore. And you're going to have something better than me even being here. And I want a face-to-face encounter with Jesus, but I know this is the, he's the one, the Holy Spirit. He, a person, he is a person. Ready? He has feelings. <laughs> He has likes and dislikes. There's things that grieve him. There's things that we do, we declare, we say, we, we speak. There are things that, dec- that actually grieve his heart. And we're coming into a season where your words, come on, they are not gonna, they're going to be expensive. <laughs> that means they're going to be costly to the things that you say. So I want you to realize that As a man thinks, so he is. And we have to think of the Holy Spirit in a a way, the person of the Holy Spirit in a fresh way, that he's not something between a parakeet and a pigeon. The peace, the dove, right? It's good, but I'm believing the Lord for this year to, to just come, come like a raging fire. Come like a rushing wind. Come like the one who we, we don't even understand or know. And come any way you want, God. Because there's a raging presence of God that we've yet to come into and yet to understand and yet to really see. It will be revealed on the earth through someone in, come on, people on the earth. I should say someone like you and me. Because the strength of the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, He's a person. He's not a parakeet. I know he's the dove. I know this gentleness. I know this quietness. But I can't, I'm, I'm telling you, I see this place where the Holy Spirit begins to come in. Yeah, he won't make you do what you want, you, don't, you know, what you don't want to do. He won't make you do it. He won't. But when we come into alignment and agreement with what he's doing, Watch what happens. This is what the whole thing is about. Right? So good. There's a wall of the Holy Spirit in this place tonight. (laughs) Are you going to go through the wall? There's a wall of his presence ready for you to step into. Not even to go through, just step into where he is. Right? Ezekiel had this place, right? If you read the book of Ezekiel crazy as it is it says that he was in the walls of the city what does that mean come on you ever read your bible i say this every now and then sometimes we're not reading what the scripture says and we're putting some oh well he went through the wall like he went through and it's like some vision no how about he may have been actually in the wall of the city hearing things I don't know. What are we limiting? We're limiting the Lord on a lot of, a lot of different levels, right? And your, your regular intellectual mind, regular natural carnal, 
will not think of the things of the Spirit because we don't understand the things of the Spirit unless we are in the Spirit, in His Spirit. If we allow Him to come on us and, and overpower us and overtake us. Come on, how many want to be overtaken? Should have been a roar. Come on. How many want to be overtaken? I don't know. I want to be overtaken by the presence of God. So why did he come? He came so that we could first have a tangible, real relationship with a person. <laughs> he came so that my life would not be, listen, I, I want a relationship, like, I love relationships with all you all. I love it. All you all, I know. Do you understand? I love it. I love, come on, my wife, she's the love of my life. I need God. I want him in a way that I can feel him and touch him and engage with him. And he knows my thoughts and I know his. Right? That's like my wife, my people in my family. I know their thoughts. They know mine. It's not like, right, so when you're family with the Holy Spirit, you just begin to come into this place where you know what God's thinking. It's not like, oh, am I, I, no, you're a son, you're led by the Spirit, but you know the thoughts of God, right? We'll get into it in a little bit, but the, the Spirit of God wants to grow us up. Come on, back to the adolescence. He's trying to pull us out of our childhood. He's trying to pull us out of our adolescence and grow us into a mature, perfect, that's what perfect is in the Scripture, a mature believer, Maturity can only come one way. I devour this, but I read it with him. So when the author speaks to me, I know what's truth, right? So he wants to come to us in a tangible, real relationship. He wants to teach. I'll just give you a few, and then we'll kind of go through them. But to teach us as, and disciple us in the scriptures. That's number two. To teach us and disciple us in the scriptures. That we know and we speak what our resurrected Savior speaks. Ready? Number three. To glorify the eternal Father and the only Son. It's really simple. It's really, really simple, right? We make this gospel so, so, so difficult. Come on, we want to preach it 10 ways to Tuesday. But here's the deal. He said, I promise you the Holy Spirit, right, will come upon you and will seize you with power. Seize you with power. Like, I don't know what you see the book of Acts as. Like, Acts 1-8, Acts 2, you know, what happened? They were seized with the power of God. They were gripped with the power of heaven. They were completely, like I said last week, possessed by the Holy Ghost. You need to get possessed by the Holy Spirit. And you know, this is why I say, adolescence... We, we always need someone to help us along. Come on. And God's moving us out of that, which 
I know we always need discipleship, but God wants to teach us. Who wants to teach you even more? Holy Ghost wants to teach you even more. The Holy Spirit says that he's the teacher. He's the one that wants to disciple you. I, this is good, and we learn a lot. <laughs> Come on. We learn a lot from preaching and teaching. I, it, there's, a, there's a place for it. But as soon as you leave here, you got to say, Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, I love you. Sometimes it's just a matter of telling the Holy Spirit, who just loving him, adoring him. If he's got feelings, come on, it's just like any family member. You want to know you're loved. It's like any husband and wife. If you're married, come on, because we're married. I'm married to Jesus. I don't know about the rest of you in this room. I'm married to Jesus, and he wants to hear how I feel about him. He doesn't want me to bring him flowers. He wants me to hear. He wants to hear what I think of him. Flowers work for my wife. Come on. It's, it's, this is the truth I'm telling you. He wants us to be intimately engaged with him at all times. That when you read the word, you're devouring who he is. The scriptures, what? They speak of Jesus. So we become partners, and can I say this, generators of the Holy Ghost. In other words, you're carrying the power of God. In other words, the, the power that's inside of you is greater than any force that's outside of you. Any force that's outside of you. Nuclear fusion coronavirus I'm sorry don't buy into it fear is not where we live from power and might of the Holy Spirit is where we live from right checking I'm in the right room so in a sense like he's he's my it's so crazy. It is. It's just like marriage. He, I love him. I desire him. And he's my teammate. He's my partner. He wants to partner with you to do everything. Not just go to church on Sunday. Not to just have a good worship set. Not to have a good prayer meeting. He wants to be with you and he wants to partner with you every day. Every day. Beyond what we've known. I'm telling you, it's a whole new place that God's bringing us. Co-labor with us. And I talked about this last week because we talked about divine union. We talked about mystical prayer. We talked about the things of heaven. But he wants to be intertwined with you he wants to permeate your life what does it permeate your life mean that's <laughs> ready that's why we all like a good soak what does that mean i'm talking about soaking in the holy spirit right come on this week i took a long hot tub because my body was killing me right i needed a couple things in the water to help me out right 
So when I, when I go and be with the Lord, I'm, I'm allowing him, ready, goes back to quietness, goes back to turning in with the Lord, turning in. When I turn in with the Lord, when I just become aware of nothing else except for him, he begins to permeate my very being. He begins to speak to you words. He begins to declare to you, because why? I'm not talking. You understand me? I'm not speaking. I, I, I feel like I've been praying like this from the beginning. Like the Lord just had me do that. I just wait because I don't expect. I'm talking to who? Like we want to do a lot of talking, and I know this place for it. I pray at church. I pray in corporate settings, and we declare, and we shake heaven, and we want to move things in the heavenly realms. But when you are having time, alone time, Pillow talk time. <laughs> Come on. It's good because you're married to him. He wants to tell you secret things. And here's the deal. I think it was Bobby Connor that said he, he shouts truth, but he whispers his secrets. And I'm telling you, there's something about hearing the secrets That'll go from your generation to the next generation to the next generation. I'm telling you, the Lord wants to reveal secrets to us, mysteries to us. The question is, are we listening? I'm telling you, this is good. And so he wants to permeate us. He wants to overtake us. He wants to make us just one, utterly, just completely one with him. Do you believe that? You, got, you have to believe that. Listen, this is faith. Faith is the substance of things right hoped for, right? I want you to more I want you to step in. The evidence of things not seen. It's the evidence of things that we haven't seen yet that God's about to do. And that means we I have to believe completely and utterly be believing. That means not working up faith. That means you need to be fully convinced. That he who came and washed you by his blood now wants to be inside of you in fullness. Like convinced of it. And walking knowing it. And so there we go, right? What grieves him? What's going to grieve him? What's going to, come on, what's going to shut his voice down in my life? What's going to open his voice in my life? The more you obey, the more you begin to hear and do the little things, or sometimes it's just not even a matter of doing anything. The more I sit and I wait, he begins to say things and speak things, right? But not most of us aren't quieting ourselves enough to hear the voice of heaven, right? But you're going to. Come on. You're going to begin to quiet yourself in such a way that the Holy Spirit begins to speak so clearly to you that you're going to know what the next move is. You're going to know where you belong. You're going to know the places that you need to be. You're not going to know who you have to associate and fellowship with. You're going to know that some of the old people from the past you, you can't keep going to. They don't, have good, they don't have good wisdom for you. They don't have good understanding for you. But God has all the good understanding for you. And so <laughs> he wants to seep into you, right? It's like the hot, it's like the tea bag, right? He, 
he just wants you to, right, you get that picture, like you go into the hot water and it just begins to permeate into what the clean water used to be is now tea, good tea, come on, hopefully robust tea, right? That's the one I like, honey robust coconut, it's good, it's really good. But you understand, it's just like pickles, come on somebody. Someone will start marinating and something will happen. Why? Because you're no longer just a cucumber. Right? You're no longer just a cucumber. You are pickled. That means marinated. This is what I was hoping for. Seriously, God wants to do that for you. That's why I said we got to have fun at church. Oh, my. If we're here not having fun, then just go home, you know. I'm telling you. I know, way to clear out of church. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. Like, why are you here? Like, we have to come in and and you you must serve him with joy. And the more you spend time, the more you just steep. Come on. The more you pickle, the more we just give ourselves into just marinating in the presence of God. The more you begin to look. Come on. Pickle doesn't smell like it came out of the, uh, the garden now. Come on. I know. I'm just saying. Likewise, you're supposed to release the fragrance of Christ. Right? Come on. The oil of anointing. All right. I'll stop on absorbing. <laughs> oh, what are you absorbing? Whoa. Okay, John 14. Let's just go to John 14 for a minute. Because it says, if you love me, obey my commandments. I like that. I just want, if, if I love him... If I'm showing my love to him, I begin to just recklessly obey. Right? Just honestly, I obey at every turn. I obey whenever he says something. And some of you are going to get this because this is, come on, we're back to the adolescence. Pull the adolescence out. Just give it to Jesus right now. Come on, just give it, give it, give it, give it. Give all the adolescence up. You can raise your hands on that. Give the adolescence up. Just give it to him. Lord, I give it to you. No matter how old I am, I give all my immaturity, all my adolescence, all the places where I've not been matured yet, I give it to you. I want you to take it. Why? So that I can become just like you. Right? So the love, I love him so much that I can't do anything else but have joy, joy, back to joy, back to being pickled, because when we're we're loving him and pickled in him, we want to do the will of the Father. Because that's the problem. Most of us aren't drunk enough to get to do the will of the Father. No, I'm serious now. <laughs> Most of us are not inebriated enough with the presence of God, with the Spirit of God, that we'll do. Come on, I used to do some real stupid stuff. Didn't take much. Just a little, and I'll do it. That's how God wants you to be. I promise you. 
He wants you to be drunk. Drunk enough to do something wild. Drunk enough to just be bold enough to release the gospel to someone. Drunk enough to believe God that he's going to release something out of your life that's going to change someone forever. Either you have it or you don't. Either you're going to go after it or you won't. That's it. All right, go home. No. No. Imagine if I ended a service like that. That would be totally awkward. That would be crazy. Uh, if you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the Father and he will send another advocate. Listen, he's got, the Holy Ghost is like for you and not against you. <laughs> Unless you go against him. But. You don't like to push against the lawyer. Come on. He's the advocate. He's the one that wants to, come on, he's here for you. He's to go before everything before you and release heaven before you. Come on. He's there to, to be the, the one, the advocate, the helper. And he'll never leave you or forsake you, right? He is Holy Spirit. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. He's going to lead you into all truth. Everyone say all truth. All truth comes from the word baptized in the Holy Ghost. Come on, the water of the word and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You need it both. You need both. And like, listen, you know, I've been trying to train myself. Adolescence. <laughs> right? trying to hear the Lord and when I get up at 2.30 in the morning and it's not a bathroom break, come on. If I get up at 2.30 in the morning, the Lord probably wants me up. So I'm going to suck it up and get up and begin to pray and begin to seek Him because how do I know He doesn't have a download He's going to give to me. And some of you intercessors know this. You're up at 3 in the morning, 3 to 6. Come on, just praying. And sometimes that's your assignment. But I'm telling you that's obedience to the Holy Spirit. And he wants to give you more. And he wants to increase on you more. And so the more I just do those little things, get up out of bed. Come on, lazy boy. And come see me. Go down to your chair. Just begin to just wait before me. I don't have to do anything. I just need to be available. Most of this is just being available. What does that mean? That means being present. Right? We're so good, Mary, Martha. We're so good at doing stuff, doing all the right things. I got all the things going on. I can't do this, and I don't have time for that. But listen, God's saying just be present at the moment. Right? It's interesting. I don't know. I'm bringing it up now because it came to mind now. But I, you know, it was it was my daughter's birthday, two a week ago, two weeks ago, a week ago, almost two weeks. Anyway, I had said, "Oh, I have something for you from the Lord," and I, you know, I want. I had a, you know, I gave her gifts and whatever. But I just I had something that I wanted to release to her, and I didn't stop to do it. Come on, this should be like everyone in this room. Ready? Ready? 
Because we all want, come on, you can call him Holy Spirit, you can call him Abba Father, you can call him Jesus. Call him Jesus. But every one of us want this, right? We want the words, we want the things that, come on, heaven is releasing into our spirit, man. Come on, we want it, we desire it. So, so when I stopped, come on, how many know that you just start, and God just downloaded some things, and, and, it's, and it's good. I'm not, I just... I just want you to see what, what, I was, what I was feeling, that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you, and we desire that. Come on, and everyone in this room, I know you desire to hear the Holy Spirit. And just like, come on, she's not an adolescent, she's 22, come on, but the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us in every season, right? We don't have to be little kids, come on, it almost becomes more important for the words, Come on, God wants to speak destiny into your life. How are you going to hear it? And, and with our children, we want to do the same. We want to speak destiny over them. We want to spend time with them. We want to release the... This is the same thing. It's all family. It's all family. Right? This is kingdom life. This is what God called us to, to live in this life of the kingdom. That when we, when we begin to have fellowship with him, when we begin to hear from him, come on, we just go to him like a child. God, I'm just available. You know, the, he's always present. And so it's just a matter of you being present. He is always, hello, always present. It's just a matter of you and I being present. So I love this. The Holy Spirit... He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him. The world can't receive him. The world can't receive him because it isn't looking for him. This is from the New Living Translation. It isn't looking for him. Are you looking for him? She just said, yes. Come on, I like interactive preaching here. Yes, I'm looking for you, Lord. And doesn't recognize him. Like God wants us to recognize who he is. Recognize and look. Come on, you can't, unless you're looking, you won't recognize anyone. First Corinthians 2. I'm going to read out of the, uh, the Passion Translation. But I just wanted to read this to you guys because I just feel like God wants to unlock some things. But now, but God now reveals these profound realities to us by His Spirit. How do I hear from Jesus? How do I hear from Him? He wants to reveal. He wants... He unveils these profound realities to us by His Spirit. Yes, He has revealed to us His inner, inmost heart and the deepest mystery through the Holy Spirit who consistently explores all things. I don't know. <laughs> but when I read that, I'm like, right? The, 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 the power of who He is and the realities of what he can unfold to us is endless. 
And we're happy with a little word of knowledge. We're happy with a little gift of prophecy. And I'm, I don't, I'm not belittling something. And, and you're like, I'm not even moving in that. I'm telling you, God wants to speak mysteries to you. And we, we have to become a, a people that become really, really engaged with this stuff. Because God wants to unravel things for your whole life and for people around you. Like wisdom, understanding. And what comes out of that is the might of heaven. Like the power of God, when you begin to hear the voice of God and you begin to release it and you begin to declare it and you begin to tell people this, listen, what happens is God begins to undo people inside and it gives room for the Holy Spirit to come in and unlock stuff. You know he's looking to unlock you. And you know the one that you're praying for, he's looking to unlock it's just, it is, that's what he is. That's who he is. He wants to unlock people. The, the goodness of Christ. <laughs> the goodness of the Holy Spirit. And after all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except the person's spirit? So here's the deal. God is going to bring you into this place where you're able to unravel. And open up things in the spirit for others. Right? So it is with God that his thoughts and secrets are fully understood by his spirit. Are you, are you tracking with me? <laughs> the, his, his thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. I'll read it again. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by His Spirit, the Spirit of God. Here's, here's the deal. I believe this with all my heart, that God is looking to invade your life in such a way that He begins to open up His thoughts, His secrets. You, <laughs> you need it. It's going to bring you into complete maturity. Watch. Because the more you step into that, the more you begin to believe that, the more you begin to desire it. Come on, the more I'm looking for it. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you, and I recognize you. This is the thing. Do you recognize the Holy Spirit when he comes on someone and it looks crazy? Are we recognizing it? What does God look like when he's on, per on people? I know I started with manifestation. I'll tell you what. When I was out for two and a half hours on the ground vibrating, I didn't, I'm like, I'm not one of these weird charismatic people. Too late. I'm saying that to say, listen, and vibrating in the bed for the next two days and shaking every time we go into worship. And, and someone wants to question whether that was God. I know it's God because I know what I received on my internal man. When the Holy Spirit shows up, has, has an encounter with you, and I'm talking about something completely different now, but when he has that encounter with you, and then he begins to speak to you on the, on the couch, you're, you're married to me in the message. 
I know it because it's the audible voice, not because I had to like work something up. I wasn't even asking a question. I'm like, God, what was that last night? Does he have the, does he have the ability to show up in your room? <laughs> does he have an open invitation is the other question. Now, I know some of you people are crazy just like me. Yeah. He should. You want him to come into your house. I know he's in this house, but he really wants to show up in, a, in crazy ways and allow himself to just invade you in ways you haven't experienced before. Why? Just for the sake of experience? No, to grow you into a brand new man. Come on, you are, you are created and you're a new creation. But he's trying to grow us into this perfect man. Come on. Jesus walked the earth in perfect obedience, filled with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit in his life. He was all flesh. Come on. Don't kid yourself that Jesus was not flesh. He was all man. We try to put him somewhere that, come on. Come on, somebody. We think that, oh, no, he, had, he was sinless. He wasn't ever able to sin. Oh, he could have made a choice. He could, have, he could have bypassed the cross and just said, let's take over now. I don't know. Maybe not. But do you understand what I'm saying? He didn't have to be obedient even under the cross if he didn't, right? If he hadn't, you and I wouldn't be stand, sitting here. Standing here. I'm standing here sitting. Right? His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit. His thoughts, his secrets are only understood fully by his spirit. So I just cry out, Abba, Father, I need more of your spirit inside of me right now. Father, I want more of you so that I can understand the mysteries of heaven. Not so I can have some cosmic theology. So I can be full of God on the earth. Do you hear me? Yeah, that's a good place for you. So I can be fully God on the earth. I can be full of God on the earth. I know I said fully God, but this is where I got, I, come on, I made you guys trip last week when I said, come on, you're in the Trinity. It is, this is how it wants to be. You want, this was the revelation that John G. Lake had, right? You aren't in the Trinity. I'll say that again. You understand what I'm saying. That you are so filled with heaven. You are part. This is what it was always supposed to be. Divine union with the Godhead. That you are supposed to be so filled with God that there is no difference between you and Him. Hey! I'm telling you, this is some place that John G. Lake knew, right? That's why, because I bring it up because it started reviewing things in my head about this coronavirus and nonsense, right? I, I don't take things lightly, but I do, say, I do sometimes take a lot of things lately. <laughs> right? They live with me. I'm like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. <laughs> you know, cut, cut your leg off. You'll be all right. <laughs> you know, it's terrible. You know, no, I'm saying this to say, listen, the Holy Spirit 
was on John G. Lake in such a way that the bubonic plague shriveled when he touched it. When he went in, when he entered into certain places, they were like, why don't you have a mask? Anyone know, don't know who John G. Lake is? He was an evangelist in the early 19th century. Uh, and he was so filled with the power of God. Like Washington, Spokane, Washington was the, the healthiest city in America. 100,000 healings in one city. Come on, let it be. So I say, God, if he did that, then we should be here. Like, we need to be up here. Why not? That's not high enough. But I should be way above. You should be walking in things that are way above that. Because someone 100 years ago did it. Hello. All right. It's awful quiet. Come on. No, I, I'm, I'm just, I just feel like God wants to do something amazing and allowing us to re receive revelation tonight that he wants to come and he wants to overtake you and he wants to overpower you and he wants you always looking for him and he wants you to find him and recognize him and run with him and not ever have any, like, so many that I feel like this is how we get ready to run. We're going to, I'm going to go. can't go. I'm telling you. I have a prophetic gift. It's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> I preach that message again. Snap out of it. No, really. I'm just like, listen, everyone, everyone, you need to just move. We don't need invitation. Yeah, this protocol, I guess. But you don't need invitation. Just move in what he's given you. Isaiah 11. I can't do this without going through Isaiah 11. And then we'll... Cl oh. you, might, you might shake. Isaiah 11. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation, and you don't have it in your phone. Oh, and you don't have it in your book. Because I have it. Ha ha. I have it in a book at home. It was a gift from my mother. She loves me. Isaiah 11, verse 2. You know the scripture, right? The spirit of Yahweh will rest upon him. Come on. Almighty God will rest upon him. This is speaking, right, of the, of the spirit. It's talking about the Holy Spirit being on Jesus. Ready? The spirit of Yahweh will rest upon him. The spirit of extraordinary wisdom, I love that, will be upon him. The spirit of perfect understanding. Say perfect understanding. That's what we want, perfect understanding. When I read the word, I want perfect understanding. When I look at someone and they have a problem, I want perfect understanding so I can give eternal wisdom to them. Right? The spirit of wise strategy. Come on, counsel. The spirit of might, mighty power. The spirit of mighty power. That's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm telling you, listen, and sometimes 
if, if, I don't, if I don't have counsel, the mighty power won't flow. You need counsel to release mighty power. Come on, unlocking the healing, unlocking the miracle, unlocking, come on, deliverance. There's certain things that we need counsel on, not old theories and old teachings. I need the counsel of heaven. Listen, there's enough teaching out there you can get taught. But the question is, have you met him? The question is, have you engaged with Holy Spirit so that he can come and invade your life, that this would drop on your life? Because this is way greater than a gift. And I know there's the place for the gifts, in order for the gifts. But I'm telling you, there's something way beyond that. The spirit of revelation. What does that look like on a, on a body? What? The spirit of revelation. And the spirit of the fear of Yahweh. Yeah. Right? The fear of the Lord. That means the, 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 the presence, the awe, the, the fullness, like the weightiness, the glory. Like when the glory comes in the room, sometimes you're just going to be afraid to move wrong. Right? The Israelites, when the glory of the Lord would come, the priests would be afraid. Right? But they passed through, I said this last week, the veil. There wasn't an opening. From what I understand, there was no opening. They went through. Just like Ezekiel, into the wall. It's messed up. I know. But that's, come on. Nothing's, Jesus walked through a wall. Resurrected form, holes in hands, walked through the wall. Well, he's Jesus. Well, uh, what are we believing for? Come on now. I'm believing for something greater and not so that I can have all these weird testimonies. That's not it. It's that the power of God, come on. I've heard of Chinese evangelists that have been transported all over the country. Translated. Come on, they're getting heat, all of a sudden, poof, they were gone. <laughs> Believe it or not, let it be unto you according to your faith. And he will find his delight in, the, in living by the fear of the Lord. This is Jesus, right? Delight in living in the fear of the Lord. And at some point, right, Holy Spirit, everything I do, everything I, my life is mirroring must mirror you. Just wait on that. Everything that my, my life is mirroring must mirror you because I am so in love with you that I don't want to grieve you. I don't want to, I don't want you, I definitely don't want you angry with me. <laughs> right? I know he's full of love, but I'm telling you, when the presence of God comes in so strong, sometimes I don't want to move. Like I'm God, I, I've been in moments where he's been on me so strong, I'm like, God, I don't want to move because you might go. Like it's not the fear of losing him. It's like, God, you're right here right now. So I just, I just open my heart up to you. Speak, 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 or don't even speak. You can just be here with me. How many want that? I'll take it. Ten times. 
and I love this, he neither judges by appearance nor makes a decision based on things he heard. What? See, he doesn't judge like you and I. Holy Spirit does not judge like you and I. Like when I look at people, I go, uh, I don't know. Come on, and some of our, some of our discernment is just suspicion. Come on, think with the eyes of Jesus. Look with the eyes of Jesus. I'm not going to be suspicious of every single thing, but when I see a demon come into place, believe me, and possessing someone or, come on, you, you got, the body needs such discernment. I used to have a, one of my homiletics teachers just say that to me all the time. He would always say that. You need discernment more than any gift. You need discernment more than any gift. I'm like, that's kind of a drag, that gift, huh? What do I want that gift for? I'm just being honest, you know, but the reality is that's the gift I need. That's the gift you need. It's truth. But I, you know, no, I want the power gifts. I want prophecy. I want, I want, I want, I want adolescence. Come on. I want another prophecy. I don't, I don't want to hear about discernment. Come on, if we did a whole teaching on discernment, the church was empty. All right. Moving on. Then he says this. He said, Isaiah prophesied in continues to say that with righteousness he will uphold justice for the poor and ready for this ready this is powerful his words will be like a scepter of power that conquers the world and with his breath he will slay the lawless ones what i was like i read that today i was like i'll just stay right there lord can i just keep that word like what? Don't you want the word of God to be moving in you that it is a separate? You do. That is what he's talking about. Jesus walked in all authority, and all authority has been given to you. And the Holy Spirit, who has authority? The Holy Spirit, who's been given to you, the agent of God for the administrating of the power of, in the kingdom on the earth. He's the one that's been given all authority. Right? Jesus said, I give it all to you. But that conquers the world, right? Ugh. So this means, this means this right now. That if you step in to the fullness, to the power, to, to the, all of who the Holy Spirit is, if you allow him to possess you, I'm not kidding with that. Allow him to possess you. Don't worry, you'll still be there. You won't be fragmented. He'll just possess every part of you. What is it going to look like? It's going to look like when you speak things, they begin to manifest. Mass healings just happen because you declare them, because the Lord gives that to you, because you're hearing from the council of heaven, and might flows through the room. And with his breath... He slays the lawless one. That means no devil, no demon, 
Nothing has authority over you unless you let it. Because the things that you speak against and break the power of, he breaks. Depends on if you believe that or not. <laughs> right? At some point, it's not going to matter who has faith to get healed. It's going to matter. It's the, the, the conditions will be this. Someone's believing God in the room for healing, and it happens. Oh, even better. The Holy Spirit shows up and heals everyone in the room. So how many, you know, I want all of that. And you want all of that. And come on, we're working, we're, out, we're working our faith, presence, we believe in the Lord, and we continue to press into it, looking for him, the author and finisher of our faith, right? And John 16 says this, I still have many things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. I don't like that. That's like, I pass that and I'm like, uh, I don't, be, I, if I can't bear them now, come on, Jesus, let me bear them now. Like, I want what you're about to say, and I want it to land in my heart in ways. So when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but what he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Right? Prophetic, whatever. Something's about to happen. God wants to give you unction like that. But he says, you can't bear that now, right? I'm going to, he said, he will glorify me. Ready? The, what happens? We want to glorify the Lord in all things. So what's going to glorify the Lord? I'm going to read it to you in a second because it comes out of John 17. And it isn't about having a nice unity meeting. It's when we're infused with the presence of God. And we begin to act as the church. Right? Because we are in divine union. We're in one place with him. The Holy Spirit possesses you so you don't question what, whatever you question. Everyone in this room has, has certain things that they're questioning the Lord on. Right? And God's going to rid us of all of that. Say, yes, I want that. No, really, I'm just, I'm just like at this point, I just want you to engage because there's something that the Lord wants to release tonight. And it's about entering into this place that I am fully possessed, that I step into the wall, that I begin to move in ways that I haven't seen before. Why? Because I can't stay like this. Something's got to change. Like, I've seen people healed. I've seen uh, devils come out. I've seen, come on, prophecy come to pass. But I'm believing God for doing greater things than these. What's the greater thing? Yeah, it might be winning the masses. I don't know what it is. But I'm telling you tonight that God wants to do something in you. So our level of faith needs to rise and grab hold of him tonight because the Holy Spirit, he wants to do it. He's going to glorify me. He'll take what's mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. That's Jesus. All that he has is mine. And then he says, therefore I said, he will take what is mine and declare it to you. That means he's about to serve it to you just like this. Because if you believe his words, something is going to happen. It's a constant flow of people going in and out of the bathroom tonight. What is going on? Dan, I don't mean to make it on you when I say it. <laughs> 
like crazy. It's like 12 people going to the bathroom. Okay. That's, that's almost Pastor Benny. Sorry. Yeah. Nobody move. I'm sorry. John 17, and we'll, I'll quit. <laughs> I'll end. I'll land this thing, okay? John 17, verse 10 and 22. I'm just... Oh, thanks. <laughs> For all who belong to me now belong to you. Jesus saying this to the, to the Father. Right? Because this is Jesus' prayer. Everyone who belongs to me now belongs to you. I'm reading from the Passion Translation again. And all those who belong to you now belong to me as well. Come on. And my glory is revealed through their surrendered lives. Mm. Bam. How do we give glory to God? How do I glorify the Father? How do I glorify Jesus that I am fully, completely, and utterly surrendered? I know that's a, like a beckoning message that comes from this place right here, always. But I can't stop and I won't until I see it begin to manifest. It's starting to manifest. I see it manifesting. But we just have to keep pressing and pushing into it because I know that the Lord is going to do something powerfully even in the weeks and days ahead. Come on. Like what happens if I go into this conference next week? Come on. Waiting for God to just erupt. Come on. No better place than a nice Pentecostal Bible school for it to happen. Come on. My old, my old home turf. My alma mater. Let it, let it be, Lord Jesus, that revival will break out. Let it be that we're so surrendered that the Holy Spirit will overtake us and do something crazy. Call Ken Kinnaman. We have to extend the meeting six weeks. Charlie's like, yeah, come on. No, we have to get him home by, by Bryn's birthday. Oh, man. My glory is revealed through their surrendered lives. Put that one on your refrigerator. I'm not kidding. Tattoo it on you. <laughs> For the very glory which, I, which you have given, me, given to me, I have given them, so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. What? I'm supposed to enjoy. What? I'm going to start tagging people on the bathroom, man. The laser. Stop. No, I'm just kidding, guys. You know I am. It's just frequent today. I don't know what it is. Adolescence, that's what it is. Oh, sorry. Okay, come on. We're at home. I'm all right. Everyone's all right. Those who are visiting, just bear with me. All right. For the very glory which I have given to me, I have given to them. Then he said that 
the same unity we enjoy. And God wants to unify you with who? Himself. I said God wants to unify you with himself. With who? The person of the Holy Spirit. If I'm unified with him, if I'm fully engaged with him, then what happens? Something ridiculous has got to happen. Like your joy has to be made full. Like there can't be anything that would make you depressed. I'm telling you. He's the answer for depression. Get full of him and you won't be depressed. Oh, man. You live fully in me and now I live fully in them so that they can experience perfect unity. That the world, what? Oh, that the world may be convinced that you have sent me. For they will see that you love each one of them with the same passionate, same passionate love that you have for me. What? Listen, the Lord wants us to be in this place of unity. Why? Divine union is not for some mystical experience. Although that may come out of it. It may come out of it. It probably will come out of it. I like going into places with Jesus. I love him. I want to travel with him wherever he goes. But the idea is this, that I am so in union, that you are so in union with God, that you become so intertwined with Jesus Christ that the world says, what? That looks like Jesus. What is he saying? He wants us to be a picture of the gospel. He wants us to live the fullness of who he is and release and emanate like the Holy Spirit is doing to you right now. Emanate what God wants to do in the earth. That is win the lost. That's marinate the rest of the church. Come on. Power, glory, dominion, and the fire of his presence. There's something that has to happen in everyone in this room and those who will be watching later. Mercy. But the Holy Spirit is going to come in a way to you. And he can come to you this way tonight. I believe this. He can come like a fire tonight that totally, you're embraced, you're engulfed, you're covered, you're overtaken by the presence of God. Why? So that you're going to get up and you're lit. For God. I like that. We should probably need to make t-shirts lit. I'm telling you, God's looking for a church that's lit up. Not a little, come on, campfire. 
burning, overtaking, raging fire. Tori, you're going to help. Come on, help me. I know tonight I was a little over F1. Apologizing. I'm just saying, I know I was in a little bit of a reform, so. stand together and we'll just allow the Holy Spirit to do his work because we're just going to ask him now in these moments Lord help me I just want a tangible come on just raise your hands to heaven just just take whatever you can right now because you're looking for him and you're recognizing him and you're acknowledging him, right? Not any way I articulated it. He wants to come and invade your life. So Holy Spirit, come, we invite you. Lord, our eyes are looking for you. We're receiving from you, God, tonight, fully. So, God, come to every person in this place, Father, tonight, and in the days and weeks ahead, come tangibly. Lord, come with the fullness of who you are, tangibly, like resting upon a people, resting in them so that they marinate in you, Father, that they are pickled in you, that they are receiving, Lord, the marination of the Holy Spirit that you're absorbing into their very being. Why? Because you're transforming them, Father, right now in these moments. And we ask, Holy Spirit, you are the great teacher. So I'm asking, Father, that you disciple us. That, Lord, we become good disciples. That means we're students of the Spirit. We are students of the Spirit. We're students of the Word. And we receive the Word and we receive all of the Holy Spirit. We receive all of you tonight, God. That what? That we might glorify you, God. That, Lord, the world begins to see us in perfect light. Lord, that the light of heaven begins to emanate from us and and pour out from us and be released from us. Lord, that that the whole world will see that there is a unity between us and Jesus. Not a good meeting of community, of but a, a meeting of us and you. That we're completely intertwined. That we're in complete union with you. That we've been unified and we actually rejoice and enjoy that. 
So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your power in this place. I thank you for releasing all of who you are right now in these moments. He's here. Take him. Take it. Like you'll feel the fire come upon you right now. If you, if you just open up, you'll feel his presence, electricity, something. I believe that the Lord wants to release people from from different things tonight even father just release every place where we're we're shy and in and in, in, inhibited father just overtake us wreck us so tonight holy spirit as you hear Just declare, Father, tonight that you release healing into the room. That's who you are. That's what you do. That's who you are and what you do, God. Just release healing in this room. Whatever is going on in anyone's body right now, release complete healing. We speak to the blood diseases. We speak to chronic pain. We take authority over it. We command it to leave the room and never to come back to that person in Jesus' name. 